Life's Third Act is a podcast dedicated to helping you get the most out of your retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, attorney CPA Joe Cordell features guests each week to discuss prominent topics for those over 55. Welcome to another episode of Life's Third Act. I'm Jill Enders. And make sure that you like and subscribe to Spotify, uh, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. We're returning to our notable retiree senior segment, and we have a returning guest, Susan Pellegrino. Perhaps you uh, remember her. Uh, She's with the Miss Senior Missouri pageant and also a runner-up with the pageant. But today we're talking about something way, way (laughs) different, Flash Mob. She's a choreographer and a performer with STL Flash Mob. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you, Jill. And, you know, I, I have to admit to you, I learned what a flash mob was about 15 years ago, and it was on an episode of CSI Miami. And, of course, it was related to a murder. But what you do is not. <laughs> no. Not at no, all. No, we, we dress up as zombies and have fake blood on us. But, no, we're, we're not out to murder anybody. We want to just be entertaining. <laughs> right. Now, for those who aren't familiar with what a flash mob is, can you explain it to us? Yes, and it, and it does amaze us that we still run across people that, don't know what a flash mob was because flash mobs have been around for almost 20 years. Uh, They originally got started, I think, up in New York back, like I said, 20 years ago. Uh And uh, they spread East Coast, West Coast, things eventually get to the Midwest. Get the Midwest, right, yes. Right, we, right. we eventually get cool. So, our, yeah, we eventually get cool. And the original creator of STL Flash Mob was a gentleman named Harry Sneed. And he had seen these. And so about 10, 11 years ago, he created one in St. Louis and just thought, this will be great. It's a great way, like a meetup group, to just have people come and learn different dances. So they just show up at an event. Yes. Now. Unannounced. Yes and no. We always make sure we have permission. And I have a funny story about that a little later, but we make sure we're invited to whatever event. Right. We've done weddings. We've done whatever. But the audience doesn't know. But it's supposed to be a surprise to the audience. Right. It's spontaneous to the audience. And then you just, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of you and you just start breaking out into dance. And there, there's other flash mobs. If you've looked, there's beautifully choreographed flash mobs that use orchestras and choirs, right. and they're they're just phenomenal. But we're we're not that phenomenal. But we, we oh, do I'm have sure fun. You are. <laughs> I'm sure you are. So this was started um, by this gentleman that you mentioned. Yes. Now, have you been with STL Flash Mob from the very beginning? Almost from the very beginning. I found out about it about nine months after they had gotten started. So they had done one of their Christmas flash mobs to to uh, start, and then I joined that summer, and the, we did a, a evolution of line dancing. I think Charter had sponsored this downtown. Uh-huh. So we did some little flash mob going, starting with the hokey pokey and going up to the wobble. You know, well, how just did a, you and the other performers get recruited from the very very beginning? I mean, was there an of, ad put in the paper or what? No, it was pretty much word of mouth, and I think Harry did put it on Meetup. He did put it on you know, as a meetup group originally. Okay. And it was actually a friend of mine that said, oh, Susan, you would really have fun doing this because 
They know I like to dance. They know I like to be crazy. And who doesn't want to get dressed up and just go have a blast? Yeah. So I joined the group. And back then, the group was really large. Uh, It was new. It was fun. It was innovative. And at one point, I think we had 65 members. We... We had a huge group when we first started learning Thriller. Everybody wanted to learn oh, Thriller. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, it was just so much fun. And we had huge groups, but... Uh, well, how challenging was that if you have 60 performers learning <laughs> the routine, all the routines? It was. It was. At the time, um, we had the indoor tennis courts at a... Um, an apartment complex where mm-hmm. we practiced, and we needed, it was like, okay, you, those of you who haven't practiced a lot, you're on that side of the net. Those of you who have learned X number amount of the net, you're on this side of the net because we had people trying to catch up. It took us quite a while to learn the entire dance, and for those who don't know, which still amazes me maybe because I'm just getting old, but the the uh, the uh, infamous Alley scene from uh, the video, the Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson video. Yes, Michael Jackson video. That's what we do is when the zombies come out right. and do that dance. And uh, needless to say, we're not quite Michael Jackson and his wonderful dancers, but people recognize what we're doing. They I've recognize seen the dance. The videos. <laughs> you guys are phenomenal. And we're going to take a look at one of those videos coming up. So then later on, you became a choreographer. Like, how long after you joined the group? Oh, probably probably five or six years after. Harry really did everything. Um, he started out with an original holiday medley, and we still do it to this day. I altered it a little bit because when he first started, you could go to uh, shopping malls, and he would get audiences all around. So you had kind of a 360. And so he choreographed so there'd be part of the dance where you were always facing right. a certain part of the audience. Well, then it got to the point where we weren't allowed in malls and you weren't allowed here, you weren't allowed there. And your audience was pretty much just in front of you. And I said, we're doing half of this dance with our backs to the audience. So I just reconfigured it a little bit, but I still basically am using Harry's choreography. Uh, now, there's some other things that I choreographed with a friend of mine for special wedding events. People would have h- hire us, and they didn't They didn't want Thriller. There are some people who wanted Thriller at their wedding, believe it or not. There's a lot of videos out there where you see the groom or, or, or the wedding party, the bride, right. and yeah. they perform that. And we incorporated the, those who wanted to participate. We choreographed a song that was special to them. And then included them. And one of our favorites was the groom said, I cannot surprise my fiance for anything. And he goes, I am determined to surprise her. Oh, and that would be a so surprise. So we got the entire group in and we choreographed a special song. And then we did most of the dance, but then we brought the groom in. I think we did Marry Me by Bruno Mars for that one. Oh, really? One. Yeah, okay. and it was fun. And then we even got the parents in towards the very end. And the bride's name was Lindsay, and she sat there just like, and he was so excited. He's he said, like, gotcha. Gotcha, <laughs> exactly. So that was one of our favorite memories. So we will do something like that once in a while where we've choreographed something special. But 
our normal annual is definitely Thriller uh, in the fall, and then the holiday medley in, for the Christmas holiday season. Uh, I want to know something. I, I okay. saw the several of your uh, videos where you did Thriller, and, and one of your performers is performing Headless. Oh, Ildar. How does that guy oh, dance? Ildar is our favorite. How does he do that? Without, I mean, I would be bumping into things, falling we, over. We don't know, but he is the favorite. And when he first started, he didn't have that outfit. And then when he came up with that outfit, we said, Ildar, you never can change your outfit. Because, you know, the head of Frankenstein, Ildar, he's Ildar, even got a great performer name. Yes, because he's originally Russian. I was going to say, and that sounds Russian. He is such a sweetheart. He is just very intelligent, sweet man who just, he does renaissance fairs. He just loves to go and do and dress up, and he's just so much fun. So much fun. Now, are most of your performers seniors, or are they all ages? Right now, most of us are seniors, but we originally started that. out. I know. We originally started out as a completely mixed group. Uh, what we enjoy now as seniors is when some of the grandchildren, they get to be around 9, 10, 11 years old, mm -hmm. and they'll come learn. They're quick learners, and they'll come learn Thriller, or they'll learn the holiday flash mob, and it's great to have the kids in. And then they stay with us a few years, and then it's like their teenagers were boring. Yeah. They go off to school, and it's like, right, right. oh, my goodness, now they're all grown up. And it's like, oh, we're that much older. But— We've actually, in the beginning, we've actually had people who met as couples, and they got married, and we did a, a love connection. I know we had SDL mob. We I, did. Oh, we've had several awesome. of those, and then we did a special flash mob for their wedding, and that was of course hard. you did, of course. And we had to plan that on the side and meet in secret, but uh, then we ended up losing those members because. They had kids, and then they got busy, and, yeah, yeah. you know, they're busy raising their family. Uh, and then Harry got very busy. Harry's an extremely talented man. I mean, he, he writes. He's a good photographer. He's a handyman. Jack of all trades. He really is. Kind of like you, Susan. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know about that. But, uh, no, Harry's very talented, and I think he just—he had enough. He created the group. And uh, he had other endeavors. He just really right. wanted to pursue. And it takes up a lot of time. I, I, I mean, imagine. by the time you, you, I mean, Harry did everything pretty much himself. I mean, he would book the gigs. He'd check the venues. He had, you know, ran the practices. It, w it was a lot to coordinate. So now when, when Harry bowed out, there were a few of us diehards that just went, Nope, we're not ready to quit. We're going to keep this going. The so, show must go on. It must. So we've got a core group of about 25 of well, us. That's still so a very still big group. Yeah. How often do you have to rehearse, would well, you say? In the beginning, we had to rehearse a lot because we we really, especially Thriller, it took us a while to, to learn that. Well, that's quite a production. And then if yeah. we have a special dance, like for a wedding where it's totally new choreographer, choreography, we was like, okay, you need to plan on at least four weeks. And we practice at the Sports Cafe uh, up in North County, and they're very good to us because they open at 11 o'clock for lunch, but they let us in there on their dance floor between 9 and 11 on Saturday mornings. Really? And that's where we've been able to practice, so we try to patronize them as much as 
much as possible because they've really been good to us over the so years. So their customers get to sit and watch you. No, perform? we 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 get out of there right when they open. I mean, they open at eleven for lunch, so we get there between oh, nine and before. eleven in the morning, okay. and we practice. Okay. Yeah, before the the doors open for lunch, and we get out of there. But you know, we'll show up if they ever want us to show up for any reason for a Halloween party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're always willing to oblige because... Now, what is the reaction when your group shows up to a performance? I, I mean, it's, I've watched some of the videos and, you know, you could hear people laughing and like, what's going on here? Yeah, but it, what, what is that like? They're usually pretty excited and we've been around enough that if you, especially if we get into zombie mode and we right. start, you know, put our face on and just, you know, limp on up, they're like, oh, here they come, here they come. And because there's a few places we'll go back the next year because it's like, come back next year because they want to see it again, which is fun. So as soon as they see us, of course, they recognize us and they know what we're going to do, but they don't care. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a surprise. It's it's just fun. This is fun. And, and you know, I, I hate to bring this up, but, you know, since the events of March of 2020, yes. put a damper on a lot of things. So it did. did you have to suspend your performances yes. for a while for, say, you know, for we health did. reasons? We did not do any performances at all in 2020. And this last fall, fall of 2021, we did not have any new members come in because we knew it would take a lot of practices. Normally, we would start, like for Thriller, we would start practicing in August, and you need to show up mm-hmm. at least a good four Saturdays in a row or whatever. And then we also uh, send them to Facebook to learn because we have, like, instructional videos on our Facebook page. And we said, you will get on there and you need to practice on your own because back in the day, I don't know how many years ago, nine plus years ago, we took at least two months, I think almost every Saturday to learn it. And we still were kind of mm, that first year. It's like, we don't even know the ending really yet. <laughs> so the next year's like, let's start with the ending. We'll practice that first. Did you ever have it's, a time where the performance, just something crazy happened? Oh, uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. This was one of the first ones. (laughs) And we were having fun. We were down at the Lemp Mansion. We were everywhere. And we were down in that area. And there was a a tavern. And they were really nice. They let us do us inside. And then after we had been down the street or whatever to a party at somebody's house, we were just having a blast going from one place to another. Then we did it out in the middle of the street facing the tavern, and everybody was at the windows, you know, watching oh, us. Oh, I can imagine. And we were two-thirds of the way through. I mean, it's like two, two and a half minutes, the, the the total thing. Right. And we maybe had 20, not even 30 seconds left. City bus comes down the street. Other than that, you know, traffic's just going around or stopping and watching. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. <laughs> oh, no. This bus driver was furious. And we kind of looked at her, and we went, Hey, we're almost done. Let's do it. When we finished and we got out of the way, she flipped us the bird and was cussing <laughs> us out. <laughs> and we were like, sorry, we made you 20 seconds wow. late. I mean, she was not a happy camper because we delayed and you know, maybe she has perfect record for being on time. And yeah. We delayed her time. That's a dedicated time. bus driver. Oh, it my was. goodness. We, we did not make her so. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, ma'am, we didn't, but we were having so much but fun. But I, I imagine otherwise you really feed off of the energy of the audience. We do. We fed off the energy of the people that were on the bus. They enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the except bus for the bus driver, no. <laughs> but it is fun. It I, is fun. Yeah. So it's weddings you perform at um, birthday parties. Birthday parties. Uh, and then Central just different West around. Uh, yeah. Several Halloween events we've been invited to. There's been a, some out in St. Charles mm-hmm. that they're annual events, and we might not do it every single year. We're like, oh gosh, you know, this is getting kind of boring. Let's let's wait a year and come back and surprise other people. But uh, the Central West End is kind of fun. They erect a, a stage at uh, Maryland and Euclid, and yeah. they have a big party. But uh, we're usually— Around Halloween about, time? It's the yeah, Halloween many years time. I've been yes. the, I mean, this is going back, you know, years and years ago. I, I know. It is a big, huge it event. It is a huge event, and uh, it's usually the weekend right before For Halloween. Halloween. And we've been invited several times, and we get up on this stage, and it's it's a little rickety, but it's it's uh, it's fun. And talk about a crowd that loves you, but maybe they've had so much to drink that it makes it even <laughs> more fun. You know who knows? <laughs> well, we're going to take a look at one of your performances, and this is a Christmas time performance. Tell us a little bit about it. Our this was the original. With a few modifications that I made, but not many. But this was the original holiday flash mob that Harry created mm-hmm. to get the whole thing started. And we've talked about making a different one, but we're like, why? Why reinvent it's, the wheel? It's fun. Right. It's even if, if it the, ain't broke, don't fix it. That's kind of how I feel about it. And what are you performing to? What's the song? Oh, it's a it's a it's a medley. It starts out with Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is Love that you, one. you, 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 you. Uh-huh. And we do that. And then it goes into Feliz Navidad and you know, rocking around the Christmas tree. And it's just a medley at Polar Express. It's a medley of about five holiday tunes. Upbeat. Fun, fun things. And um, we usually go down to the hill almost every year. And after the Christmas tree lighting, we just you show break up. out. We break out into dance. Yeah. Okay. And well, without it, further ado, here's Susan Pellegrino and STL Flash Mob. Wow. Susan, <laughs> you and your group are phenomenal. I mean, you are an amazing performer. Um, 
Did you study dance as a child? Oh, not really. Really? Uh, My sister and I You just were born with that natural talent? Two years of dance. I think I was a a dance school dropout at age seven. (laughs) (laughs) But I've always loved sports. Mm -hmm. I've always been reasonably coordinated. I was a drill commander in college. I've always loved synchronized everything and anything. Did a little synchronized swimming in in high school. Did synchronized skating in my 50s. And uh, when I did the... Uh, the pageant, they have this tambourine number. It's like, I just want a tambourine because I love that synchronized number. So I've always enjoyed group things, mm-hmm. uh, group sports. I loved volleyball. Anything that took team effort. And this so appealed to me because it was so much fun. It's like a group trying to perform together, all learning the same thing. And you get to dress up and be crazy on top of it. So well, that's just that. I know. But just watching you, you do come across to me as a trained dancer. Well, you've had a lot of training. I haven't really had professional training per se. But you look like you have. I've taught aerobics for 30 years. So I think I've taught dance aerobics for 30 years. Uh And um, I was under somebody's guidance originally when I became an instructor. And I just picked it up. Now... Do most of the performers, do they have a background in, in you know, dance or theater or anything like that? Nope. Oh, no. So they're just that they're, talented they're naturally. just willing to learn. I mean, if you come in and say, there's no way I'm going to learn this, and go, yeah, you will, even if I have to put an L on this shoe and an R on that shoe. See, you would have to do that for me with, <laughs> when it comes to dance. You really would, I think. Mm. But it's... Um, it just takes practice, and a lot of us, because we're getting up there, it's like, well, I can't bend that far because of my back or my knees. It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The ones that are just a little shakier tend to be in the back, <laughs> and the ones who really still have a, some spunk, you know, put them mm-hmm. toward, towards the front, and, and you all blend in. If you Do make you, a mistake, you just keep going. Do you ever get nervous before a performance, stage fright? <sighs> I don't anymore. I did the first year. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, this is, mm-hmm. it was a little nerve-wracking. But once you got into it, I lost the nerves. You know, I was fine. You know, but, right. it, but now it's we've done it so much. I it's think, old hat. I, I think I could do Thriller in that holiday flash mob in my sleep. <laughs> I bet you could. How long does it take to get into, uh, you know, makeup? Before I was in the pageant, I diligently put on all kinds of crazy makeup. I mean, the warts and the this and the, Mm -hmm. oh, I was really, really, I mean, took 45 minutes, whatever. Then there was a lovely lady, her name's Cynthia Perkins. She's honestly the one who got me into it. She's a professional clown. And I said, oh my gosh, of course, for my talent portion in this pageant, I'm going to do Michael Jackson's Thriller. To the horror of the director, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> Susan, this is the age of elegance. You can't be a zombie. I go, I'll be an elegant zombie. So I thought, but how am I going to get all that makeup on and off? Because at the pageant, between, you right. have to get in your your talent costume. Then you got to get out of that talent costume, back into your gown. And I put, I mean, I had a wig on. I had my face done. Lots of goop. I all lo- the oh, stage honey. makeup off. So Cynthia came to my rescue 
And she said, I'm going to teach you how to do clown makeup. And it's this powdery stuff that you can put on real easily mm-hmm. and wash it off. Just just take a soapy wipe right. and scrub it off. And it was I told everybody that was my real talent, getting in and out of that outfit. <laughs> I bet. And as you said, you really weren't interested in being in the pageant. The only reason no. was was because you wanted to perform I the wanted tambourine, that tambourine number. Yes. You wanted the tambourine. <laughs> I did. It's and always I got about tambourine. the tambourine, isn't it? It, it was for me, and, and then later it became a whole lot more. But with, with Cynthia teaching me that wonderful quick-on, quick-off face for the pageant, I was like, well, I'm never going back to that other stuff. So, it, you know, it only takes me about five minutes and to, you ended to, up placing. This was back in, what, 2014? To, yeah, yeah, 2014. I came in second runner-up. So. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I thought, well, with that talent, I certainly don't have to worry <laughs> about being queen. Not that I thought I would be, but... Uh, and then yeah. later on, you got involved into in the production of the show. Right, right. You I'm know, currently the, the co-producer, co-producer of, the, right. of the Missouri Senior America pageant. Do you yeah. like being behind the scenes better? or Oh, do you... I, I get to be out front, too. I mean, I get to get out on stage and at least say hi to the audience right. and introduce our MC. And mm-hmm. but uh, I really enjoy talking to senior women. Mm-hmm. It, it really, I mean, for the pageant, you have to be sixty and older. I mean, flash mob it doesn't matter. You 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 can be ten, you can be eighty, as long as you can still move. Um, but but for the pageant, I enjoy talking to the women. Because right. I'm the main one that that recruits the contestants, and yeah. well, shall we share the news about me? Okay, okay. Um, I am so truly honored. Susan asked me to be a judge in this year's Miss Senior Missouri yes. pageant, and I've accepted. Yay! I am so excited! Well, oh my goodness, we're excited too. We, oh, we really are. I think you'll have a great time. And oh, uh, I know I will. Yeah, wish we could. Throw in a flash mob, too, while we're at it, but we won't. Yeah. Well, hey, you're in charge. Why but couldn't we? It was great the year I was in the pageant. All my flash mob buddies bought tickets, and it was amazing. Rooting you oh, on. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can hear them in the background when I'm, I'm performing Thriller, and when I'm done, you can hear all this hooping and hollering. And uh-huh. So it's fun to go back and watch well, the pageant. That's really, um, I would say, a unique talent and a way to stand out in the pageant by doing something like that. Oh, it was. They had never seen anything like that. Yeah, they never had seen anything like that. I mean, I made my own tombstone and popped up behind the tombstone and did the whole Mm -hmm. whole thing and then just went down and just to be goofy, I limped off and dragged my tombstone with me. When I think of you, I I always think of a free spirit. Do you consider yourself a free spirit? Someone who marches to the beat of their own drum? can conform pretty much, but I think the older I get, the more I just, I've lost my filter and I tend to, yes. That's what happens after 50. It's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Wait till you're 70. It gets even more fun, more liberating. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to that one. But with Flash Mob, basically... I'm the one, probably because I've been an aerobic instructor for so long, it's like, Susan, would you lead practices? So I'm usually the one that leads the practices, 
But I have three other ladies that really help me. Uh, Mary Canino is my mm-hmm. right-hand woman who helps book the venues or checks with Sports Cafe. Can we please come practice? She'll do that. And then I have a, a another lady, um, Sherry Michael. She pretty much... Um, monitors the Facebook page, the STL Flash Mob Facebook page. And Kathy Boyko is also somebody who helps me with that. So I don't have to do the administrative part of it, which is wonderful. You get to be on the creative side. I get to be on the creative side or just, like I said, just keep it going. Keep what Harry started and just practice. And then if we have what we call them newbies, when newbies show up, then we have more practices than like this past year. It's like, okay, veterans, I don't care. It's been a while since you've done this dance. You may think you remember it, but you need to show up at least for one practice Right, before because you, you get can to get do rusty. a gig, sure. Because we want you. Yeah, everybody messes up once in a while, but you need to really re-ingrain this in your mind. Right. And they show up and go, "Oh, yeah, I forgot." I said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I know." Now, is there a cost for your group to perform in an event? We used to uh, before the event that started in March of 2020. That bad event. Yes, the bad event. That's. Mm-hmm. We're coming out of. Um, we would charge maybe $200 to do a wedding. And then we would give them a form and say, we want you to write a check for $200 to the charity of your choice. Oh, very nice. And then we just asked them to send us a copy so we know that they... They really did it. That they really had done that. But this last fall, we were so excited just to be back. To be back, sure. That we just, we did a few like Central West End and Down on the Hill. We did a few others, but we pretty much stayed outside as much as we could. Mm-hmm. And um, one event we we did do inside and right. we masked up. But what uh, type of charities do they normally donate to? Or is it a pretty you know, much a I don't, you know, wide some, variety? It's a wide variety. It's whatever's mm-hmm. near and dear to their heart. And we don't care. You know, yeah. it's it's whatever... They want to juvenile diabetes, cancer society, humane heart, whatever, society. humane society. It can, yeah, it's whatever, you know, and they usually ask us, is this okay? And we go, it's a legitimate charity. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And we just ask them that they send in that letter knowing that they're doing it in the name of STL Flash right. Mob. And we haven't started that back up yet. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the few things like the Hill and Central West End, it was, we just showed up gratis because it was like, yay, we're back. (laughs) So if somebody wants to book you, um, where do they go? They go to STL Flash Mob on Facebook. Okay. And they can just make a request and hopefully Sherry will answer them because (laughs) she's my, she's my gal. She stays on Facebook and she Do you ever have conflicts where, you know, as someone wants your group, like, for the same night and at the same it time? It may have happened one time back in the day, but mm-hmm. anymore, no, not so much. I'll be honest, my favorite was uh, several years back. Well, it's a number of years. Uh, I'm trying to think what year that was. We did a um, thriller for a Valentine's Day wedding. And... I remember his name. His name was Joe. Joe got a hold of me, 
and said, I want to book this flash mob for my wedding. I said, does your bride-to-be know? Nope. Nope. I was like, and you plan on staying married? <laughs> no. I was like, okay, Joe, hope you really know your bride. Right. So we showed up. We did it. It was great. She loved it. She did love it. She okay, loved at it. first I thought you were going to say she, she uh, loved it. And when she was she ready turned, to file divorce papers, okay. No, before that, that's so why I said, it's like, you're going to get divorced before you're married, yeah. Joe. And you said, no, 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 it's going to be great. She'll love it. I was like, okay, Valentine's Day wedding, zombies, just yeah. wasn't, wasn't meshing. Mixed, it right. wasn't meshing, but we went, we went ahead and did it. And then about a year and a half, maybe it was two years later, he got a hold of us and said, it's her 30th birthday. I want you back. And we did. We showed up where they were having the birthday party. Uh-huh. And she didn't know we were coming back. And she took pictures. And I said, did you really enjoy a showing up at your wedding? She goes, oh, yeah. I didn't get into that Valentine's Day stuff. <laughs> she said it was the only day we had free. He was a pediatrician. I don't can't remember if he was going oh through God. his rounds or rotations. Or whatever. She goes, it was the only weekend available that both of us were available. And it just so and happens it just to happened be on to Valentine's be Day. Valentine's Day. And she goes, I could have cared less than... <laughs> It was on Valentine's Day. I go, well, we were worried you were going to be divorced before the end of the ceremony. She said, oh, no, I loved you guys. Oh, so that's that great. was fun. That was one of my favorite moments. Yeah. It really was. So right. there have been some fun times like that. Absolutely. So, Susan, you brought a show-and-tell item? I did. I had to bring this. Okay, I hope everybody sees it. This was my Christmas gift this year from my group, who I, I adore these people. They took the time to make up this book. And they found all, they went through, they got on my Facebook page. This has nothing to do with Flash Mob. This is just a crazy picture I took because uh-huh. my name's Pellegrino and we saw this sign and we had fun. But they, they went through and they went and found all these pictures. A lot of these are really old from the beginning of Flash Mob. And they just went through and just did all these wonderful pictures and made this book for me. And I did cry. <laughs> I, I would too. What a lovely tribute to you, Susan. It, it really was. I was touched because I show up and do it because I love the group. I certainly don't mind teaching. Like I said, I've, I've taught aerobics for 30 years, mm-hmm. and it's it's just natural to get up and start barking out orders. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and this was just so lovely. Very nice. Yep. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for letting me do show and tell. <laughs> Well, Susan, we are about out of time. Okay. And we always, my goodness, always enjoy having you. Oh, I I enjoy coming. You're so. going to have to come back. And, oh, I, mean, I will. There's all kinds of talents with Susan. We'll find something else to talk about. <laughs> all kinds of things. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. And again, if you would like to book a... Uh, Susan and her group. It's STL Flash Mob, and you can find it on Facebook. Until next time, this has been another episode of Life's Third Act. Take care. You've been listening to Life's Third Act, a podcast for thriving in retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, your estate and elder law advisors. Each week, we discuss topics and answer questions to help you better plan for your future. For more information, visit TuckerAllen.com. Subscribe and listen again next week for another edition of Life's Third Act. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.